almost said good afternoon. Hello and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. No, I'm just kidding. I almost said good morning. I almost said good afternoon. I literally almost said good morning. We don't know what time it is. And I am your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on... No. I'm gonna go die. Oh my god. (laughs) We can't get anything right. I almost said good morning. It's 8 o'clock. She almost said Christmas. Don't say it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Don't say the C word. I stopped it. (laughs) Um, On Wednesdays, because... It's the most wonderful <laughs> time of the year. I mean, it is. Wednesdays are for podcasts, guys. We haven't botched an intro like that in a while. It's okay. Forgive us. We're stumbling. Forgive it's, us. It's been. It's been. <laughs> These weeks are getting longer, guys. It has been. These weeks are getting longer. It has been quite a day. It has been quite a week. It's it has been, been quite, quite a year. A week. How was your week and year and millennia? <laughs> Seven years later and it's still 2020. God damn it. Can somebody stop playing Jumanji, please? I tell you fucking I'm, why. I'm if, it's, if it's get, if it's get, if it gets to 1159 on 2020. And it turns December 60. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I will throw myself off the balcony. I will throw my entire body off the balcony. Yeah. I can't do it. Jesus Christ. Super. Anyway, okay, guys, so we're talking about trick-or-treat tonight. So it is a wonderful time of year because we are getting closer and closer to Halloween, and what better Halloween movie? Besides Halloween. Besides Halloween. (laughs) But we did that already. Go back and listen to that episode. That was like our longest episode, actually. It was almost three hours. so fucking awesome, though. It was great. It was one of my favorites, personally. Trick-or-treat, though, has to be on your list for Halloween movies. It just has to be. It's right up there. It's a great one. It's everything that encompasses Halloween if you are a true Halloween spoopy horror fan. By far. Hands down. Um, was made back in 2007, written and directed by Michael Doherty. And it was produced, of all things, by Brian Singer. Um, but most of you might know Michael Doherty from uh, X2. Superman Returns, X-Men Apocalypse. He later, you know, of course, worked with Brian Singer on those movies. Um, He's most recently did Godzilla, King of the Monsters. And in 2015, uh, speaking of Christmas, he brought us Krampus. Oh my God, he directed um, Krampus? Yes, he did. Krampus is my favorite. This guy guy knows his Halloween horror. And he's from Ohio. So there you go. Represent. There you go, buddy. Fucking represent. Um, so this movie got a IMDb rating of 6.8 out of 10. And it is now this was this I thought pretty interesting on Rotten Tomatoes. So it got an audience score of 71%, but an 81% Rotten Tomatoes score. So that's that's interesting. 
it's it's usually more audience score higher than it is critic score, but um, I'm kind of happy to see that a critic score was high on a horror movie, especially one that's Halloween themed, because I fucking love Trick or Treat. Oh yeah, this I is a really great movie. I own it. On I TV. do too. I own it too. I had to pop it in today. I popped uh, it in it last watch. night. Give it oh, a watch. Girl, I don't need to know about what you pop in. I'm sorry. That got personal. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> just, this is why I love you with the way you responded to that. You're just so, I'm sorry that got personal. <laughs> it's okay. I said I popped it in last oh, night. So great. Oh my After God. watching Coven. Right. For obvious I mean, reasons. Sarah Paulson, you gotta pop it in. Um Jesus Christ. <laughs> that Jesus. you know, like I said before, Haley Kyoko is lesbian Jesus, but let's get real. Who's our lesbian Jesus? The bitch who dances <laughs> on everything she possibly can and fucking screams. Which I don't mind at all. I love it. Bitch has rhythm. I'm like, I don't mind it one bit. And then screams. Not one bit. And gay. So apparently, <laughs> screaming and gay, I love it. So gay apparently panic. there's been, uh, since 2013, a sequel in the works. Um, I feel like two. that's a very long time. I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> I feel like there's certain movies, they make announcements, and then they reach what we call developmental hell, and they just <laughs> never happen. So this is probably never going to happen, which is fine. I don't really think Trick or Treat needs a sequel. It really doesn't. It's anthology style. It's done very well for an anthology style movie. It's It's almost like... And then it takes, you know, certain, like urban legend elements too. I really like, you know, the, the, the bus crash thing that's loosely based on a urban legend. Um, so yeah, all the elements feel very, you know, like old folklore stories, like old stories, especially, you know, you got the guy who puts poison and candy right and you know that's obviously unfortunately a real thing, but which we're going to be talking about next week. So stay tuned to that. Um, But yeah, I mean, really at the heart of this movie is Sam. I don't know why I thought you were going to say Satan. Well, I mean, you know, it goes without saying. Um, (laughs) He's always, he's just at the heart. Sam is the mysterious little child with the shabby orange footy pajamas and the burlap sack over his head that uh, just wants to trick or treat. He's so And enjoy Halloween. And I love him. I love him. So much. I love him. I love him. So much. This movie has definitely developed a cult following over the years. Like I said, um, actually something I didn't know is that the original release date of this movie was supposed to be in 2007, but it was delayed for two years. So once it was finally released in 2009, it didn't get a lot of public screenings. So that's why... Much oh, that later, sounds like the New Mutants, right? Which I think is going to end up happening with that one. Um, I it's funny that this came out in two thousand and nine because I don't think it was until about five or six years ago that I finally saw it. I think it was like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Yeah, I didn't maybe. see it until a few years ago myself. Yeah, it wasn't long ago, so yeah. I didn't even know it was like 2007, 2009 that it came out, because it was much later. It was one of the I... first anthology movies, horror anthology movies I had seen. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, wait, I saw VHS even before I saw this. I did see this first. 
So yeah, I was I was I was unfortunately later with Trick or Treat. But even if you came into it late, if you find it, it's a gym and it's, I, a gym. it's definitely one to own. Like I would I love that it, it takes place in Warren Valley, Ohio. Which is amazing that I never put two and two together and now finding out Michael Doherty's from Ohio. And it's actually funny because anybody that's from Ohio, there's a Warren County, Ohio. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, Warren Valley doesn't exist. I've, I've looked for it, yeah, but no, there is a Warren County. There is a Warren County, Ohio. Um, Can so, I just say, though, how much I love how the characters in this movie... How they bring it, everyone's connected. Like, it all kind of comes back together. So, at the heart of it is Sam. And, essentially, Sam is the little guy who enforces the rules of Halloween. Like, there's certain rules in Halloween that you have to follow. You know, you keep your, you know, your jack-o'-lantern lit. You don't take your decorations down early. You know, there's like certain rules you have to follow. I mean, those are and, the rules. Uh, <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty standard, I feel like. Um, but the movie opens. Can we talk about the scene? Emma and Henry, God, which are this. so great. They're, 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 that whole <laughs> opening scene is just so funny because it's just like, he thinks he's going to get some. and It really sets the tone for that movie. Though. Gets like the porn ready and, you know, like, but it's, but so, so to start, He's really into Halloween. Clearly, she's not. It's still Halloween night, and she's like, "No, we're taking the decorations down. Like, no, we're and we're taking them down." And he's like, "What?" And she's like, "Well, you know, if you get the movie ready, and I'll be in in a minute." And he's like, "Okay." And then it's just the part where he gets the movie ready, and then he falls asleep. Like that's fucking hilarious. So she's taking down the decorations, and. You get certain POV shots where you can tell that clearly somebody's watching her do right. this. And you're like, okay, what's what's going on here? And, you know, chaos ensues following that. Um, he wakes up and realizes she hasn't come back to bed yet. And he starts going out there and realizing, wait, there's still decorations up. And they have these ghosts up on post. He starts taking sheets down. She's underneath one of the sheets. Uh, that looked amazing, too. Yeah. <clears throat> I love that kill. That was a great kill. Shove, like, just giant sucker just shoved right into her I have one mouth. of those suckers. A friend of mine bought one for me, and I don't want to eat it. Amazing. I don't want to eat it. So, that's when we go into our next story. Um, you've got the school principal, uh, Stephen Wilkins. And he's a neighbor. Mr. Wilkins! What is that from? What's Mr. Wilson? You're probably thinking Dennis Oh, Mr. Wilson. I was like, Dennis Wilkins. Oh, yeah. Um, My name is Bill Wilkins. Wilkins. <laughs> <laughs> Two years old. I was like, where is Wilkins coming That's where you're from? Wilkins. Bill. Um, you see this little fat ginger kid, Charlie? Hey, Sorry. don't talk about me like that. God damn. I didn't know it was you. In my defense. Didn't you know I was I a, a I fat was little you. chubby boy in I my past know. life who no smashed idea. pumpkins? Pumpkins. And you were in pumpkins. Do you think pumpkins. he was in smashing pumpkins? Pumpkin. <laughs> Today is the great. 
today is the greatest day I've ever known. Side note, I've seen Smashing Pumpkins live and they were incredible. And that was my seventh grade dream anyway. Um, <laughs> little Charlie, big Charlie, is going around. <laughs> I love how they call him an obese. Oh Lord, he coming. They say on Wikipedia, an obese vandal. <laughs> A.K.A. Little Fat Ginger Kid. Um, Me. <laughs> smashing Jack-O-Lantern. <laughs> smashing Jack-O-Lanterns. You know, pumpkins. And today... <laughs> oh my god, what is happening? The principal catches him. He does. And he's like, have this candy. You, you have a feeling something is not quite right about this guy like well i mean the fucking kid's a fucking dick too honestly creepy vibes oh yeah like fuck that kid but you're like fuck that kid (laughs) (laughs) forever my favorite scene um stuff starts to happen he gives him candy he's giving him this whole speech and then all of a sudden charlie starts projectile vomiting and that's when you pretty quickly realize that the candy is poisoned, specifically with cyanide. Uh, he's trying to cover up what's happening. They think it's like a costume. Other kids are still showing up. He's passing out candy to him. Even little Sam shows up. He gives Sam some candy. Uh, he pull. He manages to uh, get Charlie in the in the backyard to bury him. He's constantly ended up by his, interrupted by his, his kid, Billy. Dad! Like, okay, like you're just gonna wake up. The Billy! Whole fucking neighbor. It's always a Billy, too. It's always a fucking Billy. So then he's Oh my starts, God, it was Wendy. I'm so sorry. I had to share this. It was Wendy earlier today, and my boss goes, It's Wendy. And I was like, Oh my God, you literally sounded just like Helen Hunt from <laughs> Twister when she goes, it was Wendy. <laughs> and my coworker just dies. <laughs> and she's like, man, you love Twister. And I was so like, Billy! Really, really good fucking movie. Anyway, I'm sorry, go on. So the kid's <laughs> screaming while dad's trying to bury a body in the backyard. And uh, he also gets interrupted by his neighbor, Mr. Krieg, whose dog always Blitz. gets in his yard. And uh, Mr. Krieg's this... He, of course, comes back later in the story, um, but you just kind of take him for this, you know, grumpy old man that's irritated by his, by his neighbor. Actually just irritated. Period. <laughs> uh, so the next thing you see, uh, because all Billy wants to do is carve a jack-o'-lantern with his dad. And, and he's like, you gotta kitchen. help me with the eyes. You see him in the kitchen, right, with the knife, and the next thing you realize, it is not a pumpkin. Well, it is Charlie's severed head. It fucked me up because then, it looks like he's about to kill his fucking kid. Yeah, I thought he was gonna kill his kid. And then he yeah, stabs the it, and then you yeah. see blood, and then the kid's fine, and you're yep. like, what the fuck is happening? Yep. <laughs> yep, and it's Charlie's head. Uh, with Billy, I love how it says, with Billy either unknowing or uncaring if the head is real or not. I'm pretty sure Billy knows the head is real. It uh, really seemed like he was just training his son to be a killer. Think, so exactly. Like, oh, like, yeah. That's that's what <laughs> I gathered from, from the start. Um, so, oh, I swear it seems like they kind of have this out of order in it the is, story. It is. Because, because it's right the, after that, you meet these girls. Yeah, that, it's the, that it's are the finding the. Right, yeah. I the was costumes. Like, no. I was like, no. The, the, 
uh, bus crash doesn't, doesn't happen yet. Um, <laughs> so, not some yet. cast of uh, characters in this movie are a few people uh, that uh, actors that people will recognize. Leslie Bibb played Emma in the opening sequence. Um, she's been in several movies. Um, one of the characters in this sequence, the surprise party, dress up Halloween party sequence. Um, I'm sure everybody will recognize Anna Paquin, which is kind of funny. She's a werewolf in this and then went on to play a fairy on a vampire show called True Blood. Um, that also had werewolves, coincidentally enough. Um, Brian Cox plays Mr. Krieg. He's been in a bunch of different movies. And Dylan Baker, again, very prominent actor, played uh, Principal Wilkins. So there's quite a few actor, pretty prominent actors in this movie that several people will recognize. And Anna Paquin is specifically in this sequence. Um, that's kind of funny because if you, if, so there's kind of some foreshadowing of what's going to happen later on when you see each uh, girl like in their particular costumes. Because mm -hmm. it's four girls, they're going to a costume, costume party, they're all putting on their different costumes. They're flirting with the guys there. A couple guys do follow them to the party. It's in the middle of the woods at a bonfire. Um, it's also funny that during that time, there's this guy walking around uh, with vampire teeth. And a Was like he a, wearing a Batman costume? No, he had like a mask on over his eyes, but he had that like cape and cowl. Oh, okay. Thing I don't on, know like why I was, on. I was thinking it was a Batman Probably costume. Probably because the, the cape. And <clears throat> the cape, the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you see this guy, like, stalking a woman, uh, with vampire teeth, and then later on, he starts stalking Anna Paquin's character, and of all things, she's dressed like Little Red Riding Hood, and, um, you can just tell she feels, like, out of place. Well, this whole thing is, like, her trying to and, lose her virginity is yeah, what's making you feel that's, like. Yeah, that's, because that's what you feel like. like and they're like, you have to have like, your first time. Right. And all this stuff. And they're trying to tell her, like, you know, quit being a prude. And, you and know, you're thinking sex. Telling her to loosen up a little bit more. And and then it know. goes 100 complete, uh, completely into ginger snaps. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> There, but there was a part, I'm trying to read, because there's a four, there's like a foreshadowing of their costumes related to the specific deaths that follow. I can't find it. I was trying to find something, because there's like a fun fact about that, and I can't find it. Um, but anyway, the big, the biggest foreshadowing is the fact that she's dressed like Little Red Riding Hood. They end up oh okay here it is their costumes foreshadow that they're actually werewolves uh Lori goes i don't know why we drove out here when there are perfectly good guys in the city and one of the girls goes because we want for fresh meat so you know that was that was kind of one one thing foreshadowing um I ate some bad Mexican. It was a Jeep. Yeah. Okay. So that was the time they were in Florida. Uh, so like there is, there's a lot that foreshadows that ultimately you find out that they're going to be werewolves. And then the vampire guy of all things, you find out that's principal Wilkins when they get to this fucking party and he was following Anna Paquin's character and she lures him in and he thinks he's going to get some, but then he starts realizing what's going on and 
these girls are vampires or uh, werewolves. So they they lure you make them. They make you think for a hot second they are vampires. They do, and then but originally you do. You think they're like, oh, okay, they're just like party girls, and this is their friend, and they're trying to get her to lose her virginity, and she's kind of the prude of the group, so they're gonna lure her into this party and like maybe get her drunk and hook her up with a guy. And then the more it gets into you're like, oh wait, maybe they're vampires because you're seeing a lot of other stuff going on, and then they like. Full, you see the full moon. Full the bloom, transformation is turn insane. Into too. Really good transformation. Where they just literally it's pull their short... skin off. I love that. Yeah, right. I so love different. that. Like their skin is like a literal. Like they're taking off one costume to take off another costume, and it's such a short sequence, but really well done. You know, if you guys go back and listen to our werewolf episode when we go, uh, I I really love transformation sequences as far as special effects goes in in werewolf movies and this was done really really well even though it's a you know just a short part of the movie itself like part of the anthology but i i liked the twist tie-in that the vampire that was following her was principal wilkins so he gets his in the end right uh but then you're kind of like, what, you know, poor little Billy. What happened to him? <laughs> little Billy's just home alone. Um, Billy's going to grow up to be a serial killer. Billy! For sure. for sure. So next we get to the... Wait, wasn't the killer's Bus massacre. Black Christmas Billy? Yeah. A lot of Billies. There we go. That's a horror trope. That is... Or just, I think that's just a... That's a movie trope in general. The name Billy is such an easy name to give it's just it's a real trope in movies it's just it's a very easy name yes so yeah it happens a lot uh saw that's billy billy sorry it's billy so now we're on to the halloween school bus massacre this is where we get mr krieg which back yep. into the story um so a group of trick- I love this one though. This is my this, my this favorite's is, the surprise party. The is it really this? That's my this favorite. one is my favorite one. This one I my do like this one. one a lot. Yeah, but I just oh the werewolves, the hot werewolves, <laughs> I'm just, and the transformation. And the I transformation's never, so fucking cool. I didn't put two and two together watching it until I watched it today and realized okay, they literally are taking their skin off like a costume. It's amazing. So a group of trick or treaters. You got Macy, Sarah, Chip, and Schrader. Meet Rhonda. Help me. A Halloween fanatic said to be a savant. So basically they savant, go. sorry. I said savant. Fuck me. I'm um, a savant. Sassy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so Oh my God. That was funny. That was funny. Cause I'm a savant. Classy, bougie, <laughs> ratchet. <laughs> Is it so sad? Someone needs to make a TikTok where when they say ratchet, you know where I'm going with this. Dang. <laughs> ratchet pops up. You got Mildred popping up. Anyway. What is it pronounced? It's pronounced savant. Okay. So like the very politically incorrect term used to be idiot savant back in the day. Uh, but essentially savant syndrome is... Uh, similar to autism it's a very very high functioning autism for anybody out there that's over 40 rain man 
Rain Man. <laughs> Maybe some of you under 40 have seen Rain Man. I don't know, but for oh any God, of us, for any of us uh, Gen Xers and elder millennials out there, we, we remember um, Rain Man. Dustin Hoffman, Tom Cruise. Actually, quite a few uh, scenes in the movie were shot in Cincinnati. So Also, I'm 80 fact. in my head, so I'm not really 27. <clears throat> so anyway, they go to this quarry where Macy basically tells the whole story about the, ma- the the school bus massacre. And it's actually really morbid how she's like, all these parents got together and they were like, got with the bus driver and they were trying to sick of their kids and they were trying to get rid of their kids and they made a pact. Because the kids were all mentally challenged. Uh, and the parents paid off the... Uh, school bus driver to basically make the kids think that they're driving them somewhere for Halloween because all the kids were in Halloween costumes. Um, but essentially what he did is after he drove them off the bridge into the quarry, he ended up living. It wasn't even him that did it, remember? He was giving them candy. That's that right. Kid in the vampire that's, oh, outfit. shit, that's right. He <coughs> didn't do it. He was actually giving them candy. They were, they were, uh, they were handcuffed. Yeah. Now I remember the scene. But that one kid got free. He got free while they were giving him candy, and he's the one that did it. But the bus driver lived. That's right. But he was only survivor. Because the bus driver originally didn't want to. Right, no, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't want to. Even though he was paid off by the parents, he didn't want to. He wasn't going to do it. They Okay, I remember, because they were locked in handcuffs, and then the one kid in the vampire costume got free, Mm -hmm. and he got behind the wheel and drove the bus over. Um, so, um, basically what happened was is that Macy, all the kids pulled a prank on Rhonda, pretending to be zombies just to scare her. <clears throat> and then, um, she gets mad, which she has every right to. And then, um, what's funny is that the actual children start coming up as zombies and then she goes back to the cage, the elevator cage, and locks herself in it. And they're all, like, asking her for help. And she's basically like, fuck you. And goes up in the elevator and they all die. <laughs> yeah, she realized pretty early on what was going on and felt bad for these other kids. Like, she knew that Macy, Sarah, Chip, Schrader, she knew that they were all bullies, basically. Um Because it's funny, because all the, you see those kids, so there's kind of a section, again, this is an anthology, so things kind of all tie in together, and you see those kids going around asking for people's jack-o'-lanterns, and then you realize that they're bringing the jack-o'-lanterns to that quarry as a way of um, almost like summoning the kids that had died there in the bus crash. and that bus crash thing is an urban legend. That's yeah. That's been something. That's because uh, <clears throat> when they pulled the prank on her, they were like, "Well, how the bus get there?" If it was a prank, right? Exactly. Um, but yeah, there's been several urban legends about a bus crash. Their psychiatric patients. The Bunny Man one is a popular one that he was a psychiatric patient that survived a bus crash and. Now in the woods near bridges or tunnels, people see a guy in a bunny costume or there's dead bunnies or that that lore of the bunny man thing started with a <coughs> bus 
crash urban legend thing. Um, yeah, there's been several. That's that that one I thought was really interesting because that's actually always been an urban legend. A bu- that bus crash thing with either with mental patients or a bunch of kids. That's there's several states. Even Ohio has one because Ohio has a, a bunny man thing. I think up near. Um, <coughs> Closer towards Cleveland, like in Cuyahoga Valley area, there's a bunny man legend thing near a bridge, and that's a tunnel uh, from a railroad bridge, and that's linked to a hmm. bus crash urban, <clears throat> urban legend, huh. that he was a mental patient, and when the bus crashed and all the mental patients were let loose, he was one of them that got away, and uh, people were finding dead rabbits all over this particular forest, but they never found him specifically. But uh, that's that's a legend that goes around a lot of different states, though, not just here. Huh, I've never heard so, it before. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, that's a really... I'm, I'm sure some of you guys have probably heard of it. The Bunny Man one is a, is a really popular one. I'm a bunny man. I'm a bunny, bunny, bunny. Bunny man. Oh, God. That actually made me think of something totally different, but then that'll be stuck in my head. There are two. I do not want to do that to anybody else. I'm not going to get anybody. I'm not going to sing the song because I don't want to get that stuck in anybody else's head. The one I was thinking of. What is it? I'm not going to do it. Just say it. It's that, uh, it's an old job I used to work at and there was a video, um, that they would play like those Muzak tracks. Oh Yeah. And the ones that a, played 70,000 times. Oh, God. And it's a hamster song. It's something about hamsters. There's something with hamsters, and it's very similar to that. That might be it. Yeah. I think that might be the one. That's why I said I didn't want to do it. I was just wondering. Jesus Christ. That's why I said I didn't want to do it. I was just wondering. I was like, is this that? But that makes me think of Are You There Yet? Because I think that song's on Are You There Yet? I think. Oh, God. Okay. We went way off track. About I something love I didn't movie. about something I didn't even want to talk about. You're like the fuck. So basically, what happens after that? The movie kind of goes. I love how it goes earlier, and then it goes later. Right. So it goes earlier. So you have the scene where um, Wilkins is burying that kid. It goes back. It there. goes back to that time because you see. Krieg at the window and something attacks him and then you this scene you find out what it is right and basically uh sam excuse me sam breaks into his house and uh he eventually unmasks him and then you see his little pumpkin head he said demonic looking pumpkin headed child He's not demonic. Look. He's cute. He's so dumb. I love too how when he gets his hand off of him, it looks like pumpkin innards. I was like, because well, he shot him in the head. Didn't he shoot him in the head when he shot him? I don't think it wasn't his head. He I think him, he just shot think him. He shot him. Yeah, and there's pumpkin innards, and I was like, <laughs> I love him. Oh my god, he's so cute. That is the. Oh my god, when he's unwrapping the little chocolate bar. His little hands. His hands are so <laughs> He's so cute. And then, um, yeah, all he wanted was Creed to give him some candy. And then he gave him some candy, and he left. Yeah. But what's actually Don't crazy worry. is he tries to kill him, and he uses that. Ca- he uses the candy as a defense. 
and the candy gets stuck. His lollipop gets stuck in the candy. He picks it up and looks at it and then eats it and then walks away. Yep. He's that was all it. He, wanted. he just wanted candy. Just that simple. It was literally like watching Mr. Incredible fight with Jack Jack. Like that's what Halloween. was happening. It's one of the Halloween rules. <laughs> Give him fucking really candy. Likes a little evil Jack Jack. I like that analogy. <laughs> Mr. Really Incredible is. with Mr. I mean, Jack Jack. Basically. But then that's when you figure out ultimately that Mr. Krieg was the bus driver. Because there's a picture that, in the that fire. Because that, that's what he was doing. And then yeah. you realize, like, oh, well, that's why he's a crotchety old alcoholic. Like, he's trying to forget everything that happened to him. And, you know, he what he ultimately blames himself for. So it's funny at the end, because Krieg is all wrapped up after getting the shit kicked out of him by Sam. And uh, he's passing out candy to the kids in the neighborhood. And they're like, oh, we love your costume. Also, I really want to talk about the fact that he gives out peppermints. I love peppermints. But that's terrible Halloween candy. I'm an adult and I eat peppermints to calm my stomach. That's terrible Halloween candy. What the fuck are you getting? And weren't the, they were the little yellow ones too, like Werther's? Or no, no, they weren't even the Werther's or the butterscotch candies. Oh, those are terrible. Those are like old church lady in the bottom of a pocketbook candies. Those were like the things you found at the bottom of your purse. The things that you went to your grandma's and she just has fucking bowls full of that never empty. And grandma called it pocketbook. (laughs) Seriously. It's either in grandma's pocketbook or grandma's candy dish bowl. It is not a Halloween candy. At all. That's why the kids were mad. They're like, they're like, bitch, the fuck is this shit? Peppermint my ass. He sees Rhonda walking by with the little uh, wagon full of the um, pumpkins still in it. And you're like, hmm. Uh, he sees Billy handing out treats to other kids by himself. He's dressed up as his dad, too, which was really interesting. That was very weird. Because you were like, oh, okay. Um, he observes Lori being dropped off by her sister and friends. After their feast, I'm presuming. Um, He catches sight of Sam watching Emma. Oh, okay. So we kind of go all the way back to the beginning. Um, Oh, okay. So I wonder now with this sequence, I wonder if Laura, if they've even gone out yet. Was she still in her, I'm trying to remember. Was she still, oh, she was. She was still dressed up. So this was after but uh, even though we saw Emma and Henry in the beginning, that actually didn't happen until the end. Now we know because we're seeing Krieg see everything play out and then he sees Sam run across the street and that's where Emma and Henry live. Yes. Because they just came home and then that's <coughs> when you see the start of the movie because he sees uh, Emma blow out the jack-o'-lantern and. Uh, Henry's like, what? And she's like, nah, we're taking down the Halloween decorations. And that's when he's like, eh-eh. It's all coming uh, to, like, a full circle. It's just all full circle. Yeah, now circle. it's all the way back to the beginning now, you realize. So he closes the door. And then there's a knock on the door, and he opens it. And guess who it is? All the dead zombie kids. That he killed. Coming back to him. I mean, not really. You almost wonder, was he, was he going to, ultimately? 
Like, was he just giving him the candy to make himself feel better? Like, was he still going to do it? I mean, he wasn't the one that ultimately drove the bus over, but you're like, right. you wonder, would he have still done it? Because he still would have gotten it. The parents paid him to do it. He would have gotten away with it one way or the other, but... I would have got away with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Best kids. <clears throat> and a pup named Scooby-Doo. Sorry. Um, Ruh-ro. Right. Uh, yeah, that... That ending was really good. Very satisfying. I also love how in the movie it's very comic booky. Oh yeah, I that, really like that. That I feel like, um, and I haven't found anything on this, so I I could be right or I could just be totally pulling this out of my ass. But it made me think of Creep Show. It seemed yeah. very much to a, tri- a little bit like, of a, a, like a little bit of a tribute homage, if you would, to Creep Show. Cause that's all a creep show. It's all a, it's all a comic book. Yep. So it's an anthology, but you're following along, you know, you see the kid reading the comic book and then each anthology story is a story in the comic book. So that's like the whole premise of creep show. I'm sure it probably was. Like I said, I haven't found anything to prove this, that it actually was, but I'm sure it probably was. I mean, this guy was clearly a horror fan. Um, I know I read some fun facts that the scene with the actual kids, the zombie kids, were actually little people actors. Those were not child actors. Um, an onset joke was that there were no pumpkins harmed during the making of the film. Most of the pumpkins were foam or ceramic, actually. They were not real pumpkins. Heaven forbid if they were real pumpkins. I, I don't understand. Absolutely hysterical. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, that's really, really, really funny. Um, Another fun fact, actually, that I did not know that I actually found out yesterday and I told uh, Casper before we started recording was that um, the inspiration for Trick or Treat was actually from a 1996 animated short called Season's Greetings that Michael Doherty wrote and directed. It's about three and a half minutes long. Um, It's on YouTube if you guys want to find it. But it's essentially, it's animated. Um, It shows Sam, you know, with his little footy pajamas and his burlap sack head, um, carrying a uh, trick-or-treat bag. And he's going around trick-or-treating, but he's being stalked by the stranger. And even though it's Halloween night, it's later in the night, everybody's lights are out. But Sam is still knocking on doors and nobody's answering. He goes down this dark alley and whatever's stalking him catches up with him. And the next thing you see is just shadows. All you see is like one big, giant, monstrous shadow beating or eating something. And you're thinking, oh, like, what the fuck just happened? Next scene, you see Sam walking out of the alley and his trick-or-treat bag is filled with a giant body in it. And you're like, okay, I figured out what happened. And uh, there's an up-close scene. He winks at the camera. Um, It's really cute. And it just says, season's greetings sprawled across. Um, You can definitely tell it was made in the 90s. It is adorable. I loved it. And I loved that that was kind of the original concept art. Um, And that he decided years later to not sit on that and say, you know what, I'm going to take that character and I'm going to just make a whole full length movie wrapped around it. Um, Yeah, because he's in every single, he's in every single um, Yeah. So Sam, even though it's pronounced Salwin, um, but it's spelled S-A-M, 
H A I N. Yeah, didn't they actually pronounce it Samhain in Halloween? Yeah, which was extremely annoying <laughs> the whole time. Samhain. I was like, guys, guys. <laughs> This is incorrect. Nobody thought to correct the enunciation before you made this movie. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That Sam Hain. Probably should have been maybe like. I mean, I understand I'm one to talk because I can't pronounce worth shit, but I knew that wasn't Sam Hain. <laughs> but yeah, so essentially the inspiration for Sam's name comes from Samhain, which is the uh, pagan celebration of uh, Halloween or the Day of the Dead or, you know, just kind of the veil thinning in October for uh, spirits to come out and um, you celebrate those spirits by dressing up, honoring them, leaving treats, leaving food, that whole thing. So Samhain kind of led to the more modern traditions of Halloween, but they're very much based in pagan rites and rituals. So that was kind of cute. Um, I I caught on to that pretty early, that that's where the name Sam came from. I was like, oh, I figured that out. Samhain. That was pretty, pretty easy. Um, I can see how you would think that's how you would pronounce it. Uh, If I didn't know, I would have known. I mean, I did pronounce the Sioux Indian tribe, the Psyox. So, you know, I'm not exactly one to pronounce things correctly. It's, it's spelled S-I-O-U-X. It is. It is though. How the fuck is that Sioux? In your defense. It, it is. Also, I didn't know Chevrolet was Chevrolet. I thought it was Cherivalet. And Camaro, I said Camaro. So hilarious. I'm very hooked on phonics. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I know. Jesus Christ. Superstar. You were like, I am very hooked on phonics. I, I mean, love it. I'm over here like I'm a savant. I love it so much. <coughs> so Michael Doherty even mentioned back in 2017 that he was hoping um after he finished Godzilla. <coughs> after he finished Godzilla, that he might be able to work on a trick-or-treat sequel. Like I said, this has literally been in talks since 2009. It's, I don't, I don't think it's ever going to come to fruition. I, I almost hope it doesn't. I, I, the last time they were really seriously talking about it was in 2013. So I highly doubt it's going to happen. And, um, I mean, if it does, it does. Cause I do love Sam. I think, I think Sam is the real hero from this movie. Everybody loves Sam. I mean, the merchandising that went on after this movie, uh, Sideshow Collectibles created a 15 inch vinyl figure of Sam. NECA created a five and a half inch scale figure of Sam that was released as a part of the NECA cult classics. Um, Funko released a, uh, he has his own deluxe Funko pop. Um, and then I think, I know Trick or Treat Studios even, um, did they, did they do the taller, there's like a taller life size. Did Trick or Treat Studios do that? Uh, Spirit. It it's Spirit. It's Spirit. It's Spirit Halloween that did. Yeah. Spirit finally size. this year yeah, got a in a size. shit ton of trick or treat stuff. And his animatronic was one of them. Yeah. Okay. That's and they also got a of. huge Krampus animatronic. And, um, yeah. I want that. Real fucking bad. I love that he directed Krampus. 
That's fucking awesome. I love Krampus. I love that he directed Krampus. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan. I mean, I, I didn't see, um, oh God, I never, I didn't see any of these. I, I think maybe I saw X-Men Apocalypse. Um, I've seen Apocalypse, but I haven't seen Dark Phoenix and Dark Phoenix is the one I own it. Okay. Yeah. He did I literally only own it because Jennifer Lawrence is in it. I haven't even seen the movie. I bought it cause she's in it and I need oh, to actually okay. watch it. So he did. Yeah. The most recent Godzilla movie. The one with Millie um, Bobby Brown in it? Yeah. I need to watch that. He I still haven't seen that it. One. It is so good. And he is doing the upcoming sequel, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, which I am really fucking excited about. Yeah, anybody that saw <clears throat> the end of Godzilla, if you watched all the way through till the credits, you're like, finally! We're getting a goddamn Godzilla and King Kong movie. It only took fucking forever. Finally, <laughs> yeah. So that that's slated to come out in um, 2021. So yeah, big ups to Michael Doherty. Like he's he's directed two of my favorite holiday horror films, and now he's going on to the Godzilla franchise, which I love. I love Godzilla. So yeah, good for him. Good for that guy. He's doing big things. He don't need to make a trick-or-treat, too. He's doing Godzilla. You really don't right. need to make another trick-or-treat. He's doing don't Godzilla. He's all right. Don't He's ruin it. <clears throat> it's good. So, yeah, for a movie, um, that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, the movie itself is only an hour and 20 minutes Well, we talked, your favorite sequence was the bus. Oh, yeah. My favorite far. sequence was the, uh, the werewolves. Yeah. So what sure. do you rate the movie? You know, I I was gonna give it a seven. And I thought, man, nah, that's low. Even a seven's low. Um, <clears throat> I very rarely give movies a ten. You gotta like knock my fucking socks off for me to give you a ten. Um, you know, I'd probably say a seven point five and eight. Maybe maybe an eight. I'd give it an eight. I'll give it a seven point eight. Okay. Cause I actually like that because I'm still I'm I'm in that like se- I'm yeah. still like in between that seven point five because seven eight range. I really like it and eight I love it I wish it I kind of wish it would have been a tad bit longer yeah if that makes sense it seems like it's so fast it rushes it's so quick guys like I said it's an hour and twenty minutes it goes it is very quick it it goes by very 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 quick it ties. You know, it gets into the heart of everything fast. The special effects are amazing. The stories tie in very well. Um, I just wanted a little bit more. Uh, I kind of wish they would have elaborated more on the uh, werewolf scene. Only yeah. Because I love the special effects so much. So I kind of wanted to see... I wanted to see I more. I feel like you didn't, you saw the transformation, you saw a little bit of the killing and then they panned away from a lot. And then that was the, it. that was, that was it. That's all you saw. So there, there wasn't a lot of that. Um, sometimes less is more works. I, I mean, I've, I've, I've complained about movies being just way too fucking long. And that's mainly because of scenes in it that either didn't need to be there at all, or could have been cut from like 15 minutes to five minutes. But this movie goes by, I mean, it's like, boom, 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 then it's done. And you're like, 
wait, 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 wait. What, what happened? I wanted to see more of the, wait, no. Oh, that was so good. Fuck. All right, it was Fuck. good. Yeah, it, some movies get in, like I said, they get into the heart of it quick. Like, you get into the killings quick, you get into the story quick, you get in there quick. <laughs> this one, it, I, I wanted more. And I think that's because the stories I really liked. And I felt like, specifically the werewolf one and the uh halloween bus one could have been their own standalone movies oh yeah it's kind of like when you watch uh oh well fuck my brain gone you're like i will fuck it's gone so gone you're like ah well my brain was like yeah i checked out like four hours ago The fuck are we doing here? You're like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You'll think of it. I'm fucking mad. What the fuck? I can't think. I don't know. (laughs) You know what, though? For anthology series, I really, really enjoyed this one. Oh, yeah. I I enjoy, and like you said, I'm glad you brought up the comic book thing, because I really liked that. It didn't even dawn on me how much, how similar that is to Creepshow. And that, Creepshow was like, Creepshow, uh, Tales from the Dark Side, like, those were my first introductions to anthologies. Like, how one movie can have separate stories tied in together. Yeah, that's like the OG anthologies. I love it. Oh, man. Yeah. So if you're... If you haven't seen Trick or Treat, I highly recommend it, even though... Make course, it a traditional we, Halloween movie. We gave you guys tons of spoilers, but it, I mean, we it, told you the it doesn't movie. matter. It doesn't matter. If it's you've old. Never, it's, you gotta see it. Even, even with everything we've told you, you actually have to visually watch it play out. It's funny. It's a fun watch. It is. It's... You know what? It's a great Halloween movie for people that normally don't like horror films. Yeah. Because it's fun. <clears throat> yeah. It's funny. Uh, you know, my husband's not a big horror guy. Certain, certain, but you got to get him on like the right thing. This, this is one. It's funny. This is a great one to watch with anybody. That's not a big, loves Halloween, but like, isn't really into like super scary stuff. But it's like, okay, I'd be interested. This is a fun watch definitely it's and it's one you should for sure add to the list you know and i think it's a good one too preteens high school kids if you got kids that are 12 13 high school age that are wanting to you know get into some halloween spooky there's there's not there's not anything in there that any 13 year old hasn't already seen there's there no, are tits. I was gonna say there's no nudity, but there's boobs. I'm like, okay, whatever. I forgot about it actually until I was watching it last night. I know. I, I like, saw. Oh. I knew. I remembered that there was boobs, but then I thought, like, okay, by the time I think my brother was 11, he saw boobs on Titanic. So there's there's about that there's about that amount. Of I want to take. It. There's I'm about that post, amount of boob in it. So I'm gonna post a poll that says. Kate Winslet's boobs were the first pair of boobs I ever saw. I'm telling you, I for want a lot to of know. people, for a lot of they people, they were mine. They were mine. <clears throat> I think for my brother, they were they were his. His I first was like, set of boobs was I Kate like Winslet's in Titanic. I wonder if she has any idea that she's the first set of tits a lot of people. Have. Oh, I'm sure she does. 
I'm sure she knows. I think it's hysterical. I, I feel like she would know that. Just so you know, Kate, your boobs were the first boobs. <laughs> the more saw. you know. <laughs> okay, guys, so I want to tell you guys something amazing. Uh, there's a movie coming out on Netflix called Don't Look Up. Oh, yes. And yes, I want to read this cast. Leonardo DiCaprio. Jennifer Lawrence. Thank God. Rob Morgan. Meryl Streep. Kate Blanchett. Jonah Hill. Himesh Patel. Timothy Chalamet. Ariana Grande. Kid Cutie. Matthew Perry. Kid and- Cuddy. I'm sorry. Sorry, Cuddy. Matthew Perry and Tomer Sisley. What the fuck is it? I, don't, I was like, it could literally be about garbage cans. And I will fucking watch this movie. I don't even give a fuck what the plot is. is I don't care. Is it going to be on Netflix? It's going to be on Netflix, yes. Adam McKay's new movie. My cousin just told me it's about astronauts trying to warn everyone that the world is about to get smacked by a meteor. And I said, it could be about people dressed up as trash cans. And I would watch it. First of all, you had me at Jennifer Lawrence. I don't give a fuck what the plot is. Jennifer Lawrence is in it, not to mention Kate Blanchett's in it too. Lord God. Anyway. Also, if you guys don't know who Adam McKay is, this what? man Listen. is a treasure. He it, he has been a head writer for Saturday Night Live for many years. And he went on to write and direct Anchorman. Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, Anchorman 2, Eastbound and Down. This, he is so fucking funny. This movie's gonna be fucking hilarious. I love <laughs> Adam McKay. I'm telling you, some of the funniest films you've ever seen were done by this guy. Oh my God, I forgot about the campaign. That fucking movie is amazing. Did we just become best friends? Yup. Zach Galifianakis and Will Ferrell. If you guys have never seen the campaign, actually, during an election year like this, <laughs> I would highly recommend watching that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you need it in your life. Watch it. You need it. In your life. I just had yeah, to. I just had to share that with great. you guys because holy shit, that was a cast. Man, I'm so glad. wow. I'm so glad Adam McKay is doing it too because I love him. I love him. The other guys. Oh my God. The other guys. Oh my God. The other guys. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I forgot about that movie completely. Yeah, he, he directed that. He directed the other guys. Oh my fucking God. That movie. This movie is going to be hysterical. It I really can't is. even like. It really begin is. On this cast. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to see. Leonardo DiCaprio's funny. He I don't is even funny. realize how funny he is. I like the Wolf of Wall Street isn't supposed to be a comedy, and I laughed so hard through pretty much that entire fucking movie. Like it, he's hysterical in that movie. Leonardo DiCaprio is specifically. He's hysterical in that fucking movie. I'm terrible. Oh my god, it's so funny. It's funny. It's not supposed to be a comedy at all, and I'm like, this is (laughs) hilarious. So many movies that are not supposed to be comedies. People are like, Sophia, why are you laughing? And I'm like. Or Becky, why are you laughing? I'm like, um, cause I'm crazy. <laughs> I enjoy dark humor. I enjoy How fucked many up movies shit. Have you ever seen, have there been certain movies that you've seen where you're like, 
This isn't supposed to be funny. Actually, there was one recently. Oh my god, what was it? I was like, I am laughing. Why am I laughing? This is so fucked up. Ready or not, actually, is a good is a good analogy of that. Like that movie is so fucked up, but That's it's a so comedy, funny. Though. But when you really think about how it's, fucked that it's movie is, not it's really not. It's so funny though. That's my, that's my point. I'm like, Ready or Not is a perfect example of that because it's it is a comedy, but when you really think about that movie, like it's it so is. fucked up. And then I'm like, <clears throat> Yo, like I'm so proud of you. <laughs> no, no, no. Ready or Not is so good. God. But anyway, um, I think I think that's everything for Trick or Treat and I guess other movies that we decided to talk about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trick or Treat. Uh, we wanted to definitely talk about this one for Halloween, but we knew it was going to be a short one because it is a very short movie. But again, it's a great quick watch definitely needs to be on your Halloween list definitely a great one for anyone that maybe not a horror fan but could still enjoy it it's funny great one to watch with high school kids yes yeah all right guys next week we will be talking about the candy man killer say, we were coming back to that poison um, candy thing we're not even discussing like candy man like not tony todd we're talking about a real Candyman killer who put shit in the candy to kill kids. So fucking. Well, no, 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 no. No, he didn't put shit. That, not the dad that, Oh. not that guy. But, uh, no, he would, uh, lure kids with candy. That's right. Yeah, Guys, I told you, my brain checked candy. out four hours ago. Totally I'm, I'm fucking. Um. This is going to be a pretty disturbing story, guys. Uh, Dean Coral was known as the Candyman um, because he would lure boys uh, into his truck, into his car, into his van with candy. And then he would take them back to his home and he would brutally rape, torture, and murder them. He did this to several boys. He actually ended up with two teenage accomplices and that's how I ultimately found out about the story because um, it's really interesting. Uh, victim became accomplice, became ultimately his murderer. And uh, yeah, it's a really crazy story. That's a really fucked up it is karma. A really, really, really <laughs> fucking crazy story. But yeah, so there has been a story out there. I we've touched on this before. I think we actually did last year, but. Um, going around with some like urban legend stories. But one of them was there was the dad that took out a life insurance policy on his kids, gave his kids some Halloween candy with some laced pixie sticks. Uh, his kids didn't die, but I think like a neighbor kid did. And he, tr he denied it, denied it, denied it, denied it. But they were able to look to, to trace it back that it was him. It wasn't somebody random in the neighborhood. And that's when he found out that it was actually more sinister. He wasn't trying to kill any other kids. He was actually trying to kill his own kids because he had lost his job. They were getting ready to lose their home. He had taken out life insurance on his kids. So he was going to kill his kids to get the life insurance money. 
That's a fucking crazy story because that ultimately started the urban legend about, oh, check your candy, kids, because it might be poison. I'm pretty sure we did that last year. Yeah, we did do that one. I we did so. We did that guy. I remember So he that. gets mixed up as the candy man thing. But no, the Dean Coral story is really fucking crazy. This guy, it's not to do with Halloween, but we thought with him having the... Candyman nickname, but it being a little bit more uh, sadistic. And again, not many people are familiar with this story, and it's uh, kind of got an interesting twist to it. Um, also, one of the accomplices that was involved just died this year recently in prison of COVID. It's interesting, the people so, that are dying of COVID. Yeah, I'm telling you. Hmm. Mm. No. <laughs> I'm like, mm. no. Uh, <laughs> All right, it guys. goes without saying, folks. So make sure to come back next week. And here's a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. Been working on a huge, huge <sighs> order, guys. Can't make any announcements quite yet, but um, I can't wait to let you guys know what's coming up, but I'm super excited about it. Um, anyway, I did just post recently that um, I want to get everybody's opinion on bringing back the uh, apple cinnamon bath bombs for the fall. Um, I did do a poll. If I get some good feedback, those will be coming up the end of this month and will run through uh, the end of November. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Still got the skull bath bombs. Those are going to be here till, uh, Halloween. Um, pumpkin spice is still up. Um, also guys, please take advantage of the, the three for 12 deal. That is a really great deal to bulk up on your favorite, uh, bath bombs. So you get a really good, good deal. You get three of them for 12 That's bucks. Deal. So you get to lump that all in, into one order on etsy again free shipping link in the bio on the instagram page thanks again guys and black lives matter monday will be back next week i swear my week has been so screwed up i swear to you guys i thought yesterday was monday I yeah really and did. uh i'm really sorry so, there's not gonna be a movie review tomorrow because i forgot to post one yesterday because to be completely honest with you i was very mentally ill like i was not okay mentally yesterday at all and uh, completely forgot about it today, too. So I've just had a week. It's been a week, guys. And Mine started Friday, and it's just been kind of up and down ever since. Honestly, Monday sucked because my stomach hurt. Tuesday, I was mentally fucked up. Today's been a great day, but my mind has not been anywhere on the podcast. So I'm like, I'm just, I need one, just one week without the movie review. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We'll get back to it next week, I swear. Guys, I swear, next week we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get, get it. We'll to, get it together. We'll get it together, back to everything. But I am telling you, <sighs> with all my heart and soul, it's like Monday didn't happen. So Tuesday, I was like, today's Monday. No, it's not. Yeah, I'm real fucked up. I thought today was Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. I thought today was Tuesday. I thought yesterday was Monday because yeah. of work, because mm -hmm. I was sick Monday. Yeah. I didn't go into work. Yeah. We'll get it together, guys. Get it together. Thank you for the support. We love you we all. We love you. Thank you for listening. We know Thank you for voting for the movie reviews again. Sorry, it's not happening. It will happen next week, those, I promise. Those are awesome. <laughs>
Those are awesome, and we appreciate it. I appreciate you guys picking ones I like. <laughs> like, please keep doing I that. I low-key, though, want, wanted the turning to be picked, because I had a really good idea for that, which uh, maybe I'll throw it in again somewhere. Ooh, I should do a Haunting of Bly Manor one. Maybe I'll just do a Haunting of Bly Manor one tomorrow. Maybe I'll just choose it. And I'll do a Haunting of Bly Manor one and post spoilers. Because... I can't say anything. Or maybe not. Becky hasn't seen it. So (laughs) I'm like, who knows? We'll see. Don't hold us to it. We've had a rough time. Here's your, (laughs) here's your spoilers. Gay. You're welcome. Anyway. So. (laughs) Gay. Also, I feel like I've heard a lot of other people say they just keep screaming the Hill House names. I did it the whole time. I was like, Nell, Luke. <laughs> the only one I different, I, I made sure I disassociated with Luke because now most people have not read Turn of the Screw. I did back in high school. I remember some of it, not all of it, but I will say so far, and we have three episodes left, Mike Flanagan has stayed very true to the story, except for a few exceptions. Of course, you have to modernize things a bit, put your own twist on it. You don't want to have it be exactly the same because then everybody will know how it turns out. Um, But so far, he's... Right. So far, uh, I have been very, very, very impressed. I'm I'm just impressed with Mike Flanagan, period, so... She has no idea what's coming. Um, No idea. We all have... So my friend Taylor posted on Facebook about it, and she was like, um, I had no idea what this show was going to be about, and now I can't stop sobbing myself to sleep, and I'm like, (laughs) I was like, honey, I didn't know, I I literally thought it was going to be so much like Haunting of Hill House, and it wasn't, it, it, it's so different, and, um. I didn't know there was going to be anything LGBTQ in it at all. And then I was sitting there. I was just telling Becky about this a little bit ago. I was like, I was sitting there with my roommate watching it. And the scene, what was that? Episode three, I think. It might have been three or four where Nell, God damn it, Danny <laughs> is sitting on the couch with the gardener. What's her name? I don't even remember her name. I'm fucking terrible. Um... She was sitting on the couch and they were looking at each other and I looked over my roommate real sinister like and I was like, sexual tension. <laughs> I was like, it's about to get gay. And it did. I just want to say too, for the record of anybody that's saying this is boring because it's not exactly like Haunted no. Hill House. If you no. have watched it and haven't paid attention to all the fucking shit that's going on in the background, I have never been more creeped the fuck out. There is so much that is going on in the background of every single scene and every episode. And if you aren't paying attention, what the fuck are you even doing? I mean, like, to the point, I mean, I've, I've gotten literal goosebumps. There's supposed to be like serious scenes or heartwarming scenes. And all of a sudden you'll just look behind them and you're like, what in the fuck is that the whole time? (laughs) And then it'll switch scenes and then it'll go back and whatever was behind them is gone. And you're like, where's it at now? (laughs) The fuck you go? Where'd it go? Is it in here? No. 
Also, okay. stop making it want. Stop wanting it to be so much like Hill House. It's not. It's not it's Hill a totally House. Different story. It's totally. It's a completely, completely different story, and it's a slow burn, story. and it's beautiful. Well, the whole even, story is so yeah. beautiful. I encourage, and if anybody's a reader, talking to you, Mindy. I encourage people to read Turn of the Screw. Please read Turn I think she's already, she's like, oh, there's a book? It's an old, I mean, it's a very old story. Uh, it's it's set late 1800s, but it is still so worth reading, especially getting a lot of the backstory with Jessel and Quint. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just worth reading. It's worth reading. They go a little bit deeper into like the Wingrave family too. And I just really yeah, want to thank... Oh my god, and Henry Mike Thomas. Henry Thomas in this. I just said Henry Thomas. <sighs> I just want to thank Mike Flanagan not only for his LGBTQ rep in this show, but also his race rep. Like, he's like, I'm just going to throw black people in there and make them completely normal. I really love that Mrs. Gross was a black woman. I, two favorite characters, hands down, Danny and Gro- Hannah. Oh, yeah. Like, easy. Yeah. It's so easy. I love, oh my god, I loved her so much. You don't love Mrs. Gross. <laughs> so I much. I don't know what's happening. If you don't like Danny, I don't really don't know what's wrong with you, but if you don't love Mrs. Gross's character, oh my god. You, I saw this on a post, and I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it right here. Victoria Pedretti is the up-and-coming Sarah Paulson of horror. Tell me I'm wrong. Also, finding out that she's as young as she is, I went... 20 oh, fucking five I was years like, old. it's Jennifer Lawrence all over again. So young, and I am in awe. Just pure When I found out how awe. old she was, I was like, oh my god. I just <laughs> found out today. I had no idea. She, I was like, there, there again. She did. I thought about I'm Jennifer just, Lawrence I'm immediately. absolutely in awe. Yep. So amazing. Alright, guys. Down. Well, we will see you next week. Again, don't forget... Um, we're going to be talking about Candyman. We've already talked about the bath bombs. I'm trying to remember. My brain is gone. We're going um, into the socials now. <laughs> thank you. So we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Don't Fuck With The Original. Make sure to put the apostrophe in it or you will not find us. If you want to give us a follow or subscribe, please go on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. If you're on iTunes, please give us a review. Even if you don't say anything, give us five stars. You know, if you don't really like us, that's okay. You can give us one star. We can take it. Um, also, if you want to have any questions or concerns, please give, I almost said give us a call. Please email us at dfwto8493.com at gmail.com. I don't know who you're going to call. <laughs> Ghostbusters. I think that's it. I think, I think, I think we, if we forgot anything, dun, 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 that's kind of, I feel like my brain Yeah, I know. Right oh, yeah. Oh, for real? <laughs> that's all, folks. <laughs> he just said, I'm about to whoop him. Oh, no. He just said, I'm about to freak out. I just can't whoop him. I am so mad they took that off YouTube. They took that off YouTube. Yeah. The bad lip reading, Walking Dead. I'm like, oh. it's YouTube. Actually, it's probably The Walking Dead. Probably. Licensing. <laughs> Christine. <laughs> I like sharks and skunks. I like turtles. 
<laughs> I like zombies. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye.